good morning. It's so good to be with you all again. Thank you for joining us online today as we are uh, continuing in what our uh, state government is asking us to do and what our national government is asking us to do, and that is to meet online. And uh, we are all praying that this is over soon so that we can join together, but we're going to make the best of what we have. And uh, so we want to go ahead and get into the teaching that we have today. Actually, you see my beautiful wife is here with me. We've been talking uh, this past week over some things, and I thought it would be wonderful to have her join in with us. Uh, she's just had some really good insights this week, and um, so we want to talk about that. If I had a title today, we would call, uh, I guess, the title Unshakable and just some of the reports that have been coming out lately. And um, we, we know that over the past few weeks, our really our world has been shaken. Parents, you're definitely feeling that with your uh, students, not your children not being in school, and many businesses have closed down. And uh, we've noticed that, some of our conversation, we've noticed that um, our world really is in a shaking time. There's a lot of things that are being shaken. Uh, we're without sports now, social activities. I hear the sad news that weddings are being canceled, even funerals. Um, they're having to adjust how they're doing funerals, concerts. And we're hearing the phrase roll around like essential workers. If you're an essential worker, then get to work. If not, try to stay home. Um, and so we're seeing that there's basically this survival thing that's going on that we're hearing from the media. You know, overall health, uh, just go out for the necessities that you need. And so it seems as though the time that we're living in now, um, it's the extras that are becoming less important, where beforehand it seems like the extras of life were more important. So what are we finding that really matters? Ultimately, it's the health and wellness of our family, of our children, of our neighbors, our community. And so with that, we're finding that the keys to survival are food, um, you know, our truck drivers, our stock grocery store shelves, toilet paper, like who knew that would be so important in this kind of crisis, um, our healthcare providers. These are all things that we know are important to us making it through um, this time. And so um, these are things that we need to survive, but often we do take them for granted. So we want to talk about, again, this unshakable kingdom. There was a verse that um, we were looking at. I think Stasha had read it somewhere, and I had seen it several different places. But it's out of Hebrews chapter 12. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn there with me. And I'm going to read Hebrews 12, verse 25 through 29. And it says this, Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook on earth, but now he makes another promise. Once again, I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things will remain. I'm going to keep reading. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. For our God is a devouring fire. When this was written by the author, he was referring back to a time when Israel um, 
was really receiving correction from the Lord uh, at this particular time, and there was a shaking that had happened. And what we're hearing today is that this really is a shaking that has happened across the world um, with bringing things back down to what really matters. I think we can look at it in, in that particular type of vein. Um, so, but this particular scripture here, it does refer and it does speak to the heavenly kingdom, but I believe it brings perspective to our world today and what we're facing. Our lives are being shaken. Believers, our lives are being shaken as well. And the things that remain after all of this shaking is, especially for the believer, are those things which pertain to our faith in, in God. It's almost like these, those non-essentials are being stripped away uh, within our life. So the question that Stasha and I were talking about was, um, are our present actions showing what our lips have been saying in the past? In other words, like we have faith in God and all these type of things. And as I was thinking about this, I thought about Mr. Stowe. He has this uh, saying that he always comes up, that he has come up with that I've quoted. Uh, but it says this, prepare within your heart today so that your response for tomorrow is settled. Let me say that again. Prepare within your heart today so that your response for tomorrow is settled. And I believe that as a church, the things that we have been saying in the past those things should be coming out now as far as it relates to our faith in God. And maybe we're having to start right now in the middle of this crisis to build our faith in what the Word of God says. Let me illustrate that quickly with Psalm 23, 4. David said, Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. So here we see David determining ahead of time, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I know that you are going to be with me. So church, are we full of fear or are we faith filled? We have the opportunity to walk out our faith in a tangible way. What are our words and our actions saying to our family, to our children, to our friends, to those that we're in contact with on social media? We get to show God to those around us. He knows us. He's walking with us. He's going before us. I am convinced that through this crisis, through the madness, we will begin to see the miraculous. There's a scripture that illustrates this, that shows us how we can be, how God really sees us and how we can act um, in these times of crisis. And 1 Peter 2, 9, it says this, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he has called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. So with all this in mind and understanding that there is a shaken, shaking that is happening uh, within our world, even within the church, I want us to look at our call to action. Stasha hit on this just a little bit, but our call to action as the world is being shaken. Now, we tend to be people of action. We tend to be people who, what can I do for you? How can I help out? We want to, we want to get out there. But really in this season, we are very limited by what we can do and even how we can gather. I was talking to a good friend of mine in Concord. Um, he's a pastor over there uh, just this week, and he has a member of his church who has stage four cancer and was just diagnosed with the COVID-19 virus. And he can't be there for someone in his church and it breaks his heart. And so being people of action, here we are 
not able to do what we're used to doing, what we're normally accustomed to doing. So another thought that Stasha and I had as we were talking, we're in a season where we can't rely on what we were once comfortable with even when it comes to even ministry. So we're now forced to recognize that prayer is not just an option, but it's the only option. And I do believe that gets us back to really the heart of God anyway. Seek first the kingdom of God uh, in all that we do. So um, just keep in mind that as, as we're looking to this and things are being shaken, that our call to action, we have that, and that is, uh, that is to prayer. The reality is we are going to get through this virus. We're going to get to the other side of this crisis. Unfortunately, there are going to be scars. We're going to feel it in our finances. We're feeling it in our jobs, our education. Um, and sadly, we've lost lives due to this virus. But we as a church can rise up and bring hope and peace to our community. Um, our response now and our response after is going to be the key. Yeah. Will it be life as usual? I want to read 1 Peter 3.15 to you. It says, Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain that. So what is our course of action as the world is being shaken? And we know that prayer, and there's going to come a time where we get to uh, share our story. So take this time to build up your faith through prayer, through reading of the word, uh, so that when we come out of this, we can minister hope even more to the people who are around us. Earlier this week, I was encouraged by um, a word that Pastor Glenn, who is the president of Foursquare, put on Facebook. Um, we are not left defenseless. We have two weapons in our arsenal that as believers, we can access now and should access. And that is our shield of faith, which is our trust in God, knowing that he is with us. And um, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God that brings life to us. Um, we will overcome by the favor and the faithfulness of God. We want to emphasize that favor and faithfulness of God. God is faithful. And his favor is upon his people as we continue to pray and to press in and be faith-filled people. So I want to talk to us as we're closing this out, some practical ways that we can engage the weapons of God's word and our faith in the coming weeks as we're reconciling some, selves within, reconciling some things within ourselves as we're being shaken and our world is being shaken and the things that really ultimately don't matter are being pushed aside and the things of faith are and the things of most importance are rising to the top. There's a couple things, practical ways that we can engage those weapons of God's word and faith. First of all, read your Bible. This is going to sound very familiar to last week. We talked a lot about reading your Bible last week. We have daily reading plans. As a matter of fact, you should have received an email that includes a daily reading plan for the next quarter uh, as we're going through the Life Bible reading plan. You may want to have your own reading plan. Maybe you read through the book of Psalms. Maybe you read through the book of Proverbs and you take a chapter a day and you read through that. But I encourage you, read the Bible. The, Can I go up yeah. for just a second? I want to encourage you as well to memorize some scripture with your family. Um, one that... Um, I think is really important right now is in uh, 2 Timothy verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 7. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. Commit that to memory. Um, have your family commit that to memory. And when you feel, 
fear creeping in, proclaim that. There's life in the word. And the other thing that we can do with the word is play worship and praise music in our homes. A lot of uh, those songs come directly from scripture. Uh, they're, they're birthed out of verses of, uh, in the Bible and they bring life. So counter that fear and that anxiety with the word of God. Another thing that we are going to do, and I'm going to ask that we all do together, is prayer times. And we're going to make a call to our church. And to those of you, if you're watching uh, Facebook Live, um, I encourage you to be part of this as well. Not Facebook Live, but if you're part of just watching this on Facebook, um, you can join in this with, with us as well. But we are going to have every day this week, we're encouraging you at 1230 and at 7 o'clock to take time to pray uh, for our nation to pray for our world as we're seeing this virus that's uh, maybe maybe the health is not affected of everybody but we're seeing the uh, economy we're seeing our finances being affected and what we're also going to do is on tuesday we're going to have uh, a zoom call set up and we will email this out to you church a zoom call set up at 12 30 that's many of your lunch time so you can join on at that time and we're going to pray together face to face through the internet and then also at seven o'clock that evening so every day next week 12 30 and seven o'clock pray on your own and then on tuesday the 31st we're going to have uh we'll send you the link um at 12 30 and at 7 p.m we're going to have a zoom call where we can pray together and so I encourage you to pray. You know, maybe you're watching this today and you've never made a confession of sin, uh, a confession of your sins and invited Jesus to be Savior and Lord of your life. And we want to give you an opportunity. And if you've never confessed your sin before the Lord and received Jesus, I want you to pray this along with me. Father, I recognize that I have been a person who has sinned and my life has not reflected the glory of God. And so now I choose to repent of the sin that I have committed and to recognize that Jesus Christ is God's son who died upon the cross for my sin. And then he was buried and then he rose from the grave. And with that, my sins have been forgiven. And now I'm a child of God. And I believe this by faith in Jesus name. If you prayed that prayer with me today, will you please just send a note, maybe through Messenger on Facebook, or you can email the link that was sent out, and just let me know that you received Jesus as your Savior today. Uh, there's a very good reason for that. I want to be able to support you uh, in the decision that you've just made, and heaven is rejoicing because of that decision that you have made. And so I'm going to ask Stasha if she will close us out in prayer and our time will be finished. But please know that we love you. We cannot wait to connect with you again. And we're going to have, there's some questions again that will be posted on Facebook. There's some questions that came in the email with you that you can discuss with your family as we continue to talk through these times where we're being shaken. Can we pray for us? Well, Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness in our lives and that we can stand on that. Lord, I pray today against fear, against anxiety, against uncertainty, Lord. God, I pray that um, you would just bring peace and hope into each life who is listening, Lord. God, we know that this did not catch you off guard. God, you have already gone before us. God, you are preparing a way for us. And so, God, we are um, 
pressing into you and, and seeking you for um, direction and for wisdom and for grace in our lives, Lord. And so, God, I pray that today, um, as we come to a close with this video and as our families go back to doing um, life in their homes, God, that there would just be such an overwhelming peace in their heart and in their homes, God, that, that your presence would be um, evident in all that they do, God. And I pray that it would be kind of like a ripple effect and that it would affect their neighbors and those that they have contact with and those in their community, God. And so, Lord, we thank you for um, bringing an end to this virus, for touching those who've been affected by it, bringing healing to their bodies, God. We know that you are the great physician and the healer. And so, God, we thank you that you are doing that now, God. And we just pray that this virus would come to an end. And, and we will not be a surprise, Lord, when the miraculous happens, Lord. And we thank you for all of that. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, and we love you all. Bye-bye.